The American dream has become a nightmare. Signs of the time are on cardboard on corners in town. Like a cancer that's silently spreading, there's an unspoken fear. We're on our way down. We must take America back. Main Street to Wall Street, cities and states, Washington D.C. Before it's too late, there's not long. We need leaders who lead us, not stick us and bleed us, then ransom our future and our children's. That's wrong. We must take America back as liberty weeps. Our forefathers spin in their graves. Pray God will bless some way out of this mess. We must take America back. Lord knows they'll try to silence our voices. They'll pretend to be patriots. Good evening, folks. I am Al Whitney, and I am sitting in tonight for John Statmiller. You are listening to the National Intel Report. It's been uh, a busy week. Spring is breaking, breaking out all over here in central Ohio. I'm absolutely certain the same thing is happening in Texas, which is ahead of us anyway. Well, tonight I'd like to talk about a really important topic that John has covered many times. In fact, he had a a host, Mary Toko, who specialized in the vaccine issue for many years. I believe she was on RBN. And I have a show on Saturday night. I host In Defense of Humanity Saturday nights at 8 Eastern and 7 Central. I also, I have that, a website, anticorruptionsociety.com, where I post links to the topics that I discuss on the Saturday night show. But I also host another website. From time to time, I feature that one called Parent, Parents Against Mandatory Vaccines.net. Parents Against Mandatory Vaccines.net. So I've been involved with this issue um, ever since 2009 is when I woke up during the uh, H1N1 bogus pandemic. I was shocked to find the truth about vaccines. I was also shocked to discover how willing the government and their complicit media is to lie to the public about the situation with vaccines and deceive the public. Uh, so today, I before I came on the show, I checked RBN website to see what John was reporting on the website, and I located an article that is right up my alley as well as very pertinent today. And the article is on Republic Broadcasting Network. You have to scroll down a little bit, and you'll see it. And the title is Breaking Rockland County, New York, becomes America's first vaccine police state. 
Uh, I clicked on that. That naturally caught my attention. And actually, it won't be the first uh, American um, police state regarding vaccines. Several years ago, the police cornered a bunch of children and their parents in, I believe, Maryland. And they were forced vaccinated. And that raised quite a, a ruckus amongst us all. But I hadn't heard of it being done since. And this article is, quite frankly, scary. So I'm going to share it with you. I'm going to read the article and then we'll talk a little bit about the issues that are brought up in this article. Uh, it was posted on 328 today. And it came originally from Health Impact News, which I think has a lot of great information. And the editor wrote this article, and his name was Brian Shively, I believe. Let me see if I can pronounce it correctly. Shalhavi. Shall Havy, I guess, S-H-I-L-H-A-V-Y. He is the editor of Health Impact News. So let me share it with you because it's got some really important information. One woman recorded a phone call with Rockland County Health Department where they admitted that there are only five active cases of measles in the county. And that is the first line in this article. That's above the meat of the matter. He goes on to say, Rockland County Executive Ed Day held a press conference earlier today to announce that he had declared a state of emergency regarding the New York State's county's 153 cases of measles over a six-month period and placed a ban on all children under the age of 18 from appearing in any public area, which includes schools, malls, and places of worship. Mr. Day said this was the first such effort of this kind nationally. The emergency ban is clearly targeted towards parents of unvaccinated children. As Mr. Day stated, quote, parents will be held accountable if they are found to be in violation of this state of emergency act. And the focus of this effort is on the parents of these children. We are urging them once again, now with the authority of law, to get your children vaccinated, unquote. Mr. Day tried to downplay fears of police checkpoints and random checks for vaccination status, but he also stated that any parent found to not be in compliance with the emergency order would be referred to the district attorney's office for possible prosecution. Quote, if we have a situation where it comes to our attention that a parent is willingly knowingly not allowing a child to be vaccinated under the emergency order, it will be referred into the district attorney, unquote. The Rockland County Health Department, who recommended the emergency ban, has reportedly been going door to door and calling homes within the community in an effort to deal with the measles, quote, epidemic, unquote. Day was critical of those who did not welcome the home visitations. <coughs> Excuse me. Quote, our inspectors have begun to meet increasing resistance from those they are trying to protect. Our health inspectors have been hung up on or told not to call again. They've been told, we're not discussing this, do not come back, when visiting the homes of infected individuals as part of their investigations. This kind of response is not acceptable and, frankly, irresponsible. 
It is extremely difficult for our Department of Health to do their jobs when people refuse to cooperate with our investigators and fail to notify doctors when they are sick. Unquote. The Health Department and County Executive Ed Day plan to introduce legislation that would apparently make such a ban permanent in Rock County. Quoting Day again, quote, We're in the process of drafting a local law to provide for the protection of county residents and visitors in the events of outbreaks of communicable diseases or consideration of our partners in government, the Rockland County Legislator, Legislature. We owe this to the residents of our community so that we never have to go through this again, unquote. During the question period of the news conference, someone asked a question about the possibility of legal challenges to the ban based on religious objections. Most of the measles outbreaks in Rockland County have occurred in Jewish communities where travelers from Israel <coughs> excuse me, have allegedly been infected with the measles there. Also, New York is one of the states in the U.S. that allows religious exemptions to vaccines by law. Mr. Day was rather adamant in his reply. Quote, First of all, let's be clear about something. There is no religious exemption. The fact that we got nearly 17,000 young people immunized in a largely Orthodox Jewish community tells us it is not a religious exemption. When the Council of Rabbis says to us they want children immunized, it tells us it is not a religious exemption. When a hundred rabbis in the community work with us to get people immunized, it tells us it is not a religious exemption. I'm a Christian. I know of nothing in my religion that says there is an issue, unquote. So apparently the county does not plan on honoring New York State's legal religious exemptions. When confronted with more specific questions about the MMR vaccine, such as one person who asked if the MMR vaccine was for the correct strain of measles, currently being found in the community, Mr. Day chose to criticize those who had suffered from vaccine injuries, claiming a higher moral ground for the greater good of society. Quote, if you're going to People Magazine and Jenny McCarthy for your medical advice, then you need to start re-examining your life. There's risks in everything. Could there have been a child or a few children who have been compromised by a vaccine? Of course there could, but there's something called the greater good here. Society has to come to an understanding at some point that we have a responsibility to the greater good of the community, unquote. Another question posed by reporters was why the ban only included children, when obviously adults in the community are also not fully vaccinated with the MMR vaccine or had been vaccinated many years earlier where the vaccine would have worn off by now. The reply, reply was simply that the majority of the measles outbreaks were among children under 18. Several other county officials joined Ed Day at the press conference, including Rock County Social Services Commissioner Joan Silvestri, who oversees the county's child, protect, child protection services. Does this mean parents face losing their children to CPS if they refuse to vaccinate their children? 
And then there is a link so people on, on this Health Impact News article can link on this and listen to the entire 33-minute press conference. Well, he also includes a YouTube, and um, I don't know, the sound is kind of poor. I don't know that he can play this YouTube. Um, can I put this in the box for you? Okay, because on my computer, the sound was... And uh, maybe you can maybe you can make it sound better than I could. Okay, good because I wanted to share this. This is the um, this woman recorded her conversation when she called the the county public health department and asked about how many cases of vaccines there actually were in the county. Did did you get that? Okay, so she recorded this on her phone, and she and he uploaded this recording, so we can share. Remember, the um, they were reporting that there was like a hundred cases. There was an epidemic, or 153 cases in the last six months, and there was an epidemic. So they were willing to go door to door. Well, she decided. Well, I'm going to call the county and see if that's true, and what she got. Okay, let's play it. Okay. So I am, this is Google, on my phone, this is my cat Rocco, hey Rocco, um, I'm calling Rockland County Health Department right now, you can see from Google, here's the call button, call, turn that fan off. Hi, um, I am calling with um, a concern uh, or a question. Um, I have relatives that are over in Nanuet, and uh -huh. we are planning on going and visiting them. Okay. Um, and I hear that there is a, mm -hmm. I guess, big measles well, outbreak. They, they, I, you know, I would call it, they were just being, it was a public case public health concern that anybody that's not immunized you know, okay can, you know. um, I'm just concerned because I have an infant child who is not able okay. to get the MMR um, sure and is I mean is and this you want to be visiting Where, when are you coming uh, I'm actually coming in the next week um, I'll be there okay. on w next Wednesday I'll tell you what can I have your name and number because I don't have any specific answers for you but I can um have somebody call you back. Uh, sure. Uh, and what is your name? Uh, my name is Alicia. And <laughs> And I'm just, an yes, and I'm just, I'm just concerned because I keep hearing that there's yeah. like this huge outbreak. I know it's a lot of, and it's, a lot of times there's a lot of stuff going on that's misinformation too. So we have to have more facts for you uh, so that you can address that. Okay. Okay. And do you happen to Wait, know? I'm going to give you another number too. 
do. If you don't hear back, because it might not get back certainly today. If, you, if, if not tomorrow, it may not even be, you know, until Friday. But um, you could call back directly. Okay. Uh, do you have a pen? I sure do. very much yeah I'm just I'm concerned you know I have my other children who are vaccinated but my infant obviously isn't and I just you know I don't want to you know pretty much go out and expose my infant if there was I I heard there was an upward of like 150 something people Uh Uh Um, Uh but I guess if it's only really five active right now that's not too bad right it's Um, like they finally you know but we were hoping it was slowing down but I guess started up again so that's where the concern becomes you know which you always were we're always keeping an active eye on it but um, all right Alicia I have to take another call I will certainly um, uh, like I said uh, we we can't respond quickly enough for you please call back okay okay no problem thank you so much oh you're welcome have a good night you too bye-bye bye-bye okay people did you hear that there is only five active cases and they did a state of emergency seriously seriously come on now come on and you you honestly think honestly think that five people with the measles is an emergency do you really think that five people who are probably home because they're, they have the measles, do you think that that's an emergency? Do you honestly think that all of this media attention, all of these people who are basically fighting against people who decide to read vaccine inserts, and don't want to poison their children? Do you think that this is... Do you really honestly think that this is necessary? For five people, do you see? Do you see? You're falling for the bullshit. You heard it here. Rockland County Health Department. Five active cases.
Folks, we're living in a world the likes of which we've never perceived any clearer than we do now. The plan for global governance has been in the works for generations and would have likely been achieved by now, but for the fact that the globalists left open their Achilles heel. With all their tools, Federal Reserve System, fiat currency, no child left behind, and then common core education introduced to our schools to dumb us down, vaccines, pharmaceuticals to lobotomize us, GMO foods, insertion of compromised or bought and paid for politicians, judges, mainstream media propaganda, all pieced together like a puzzle designed to ultimately bring the world under submission. But with all their strategy, they forgot one thing, knowledge and knowledge is power. With knowledge, their bombardment is nullified. Folks, with that, as brilliant and knowledgeable as you've become, among the wisest audience of any radio audience in the world, and you are, I want you to take a moment to reflect and ask yourself, how much of that knowledge did I obtain from Republic Broadcasting Network? How high has my consciousness been raised since I've been a listener? How fast am I now able to discriminate truth from fake news by being a Republic Broadcasting listener? How clear am I now able to see the world since I've been listening to RBN? Ask yourselves those questions, folks. Then ask yourself, what is that knowledge worth to me? Like my morning coffee, how would I survive without it? A voice of truth and a sea of lies. Do we not all need to make sure it survives? Like public broadcasting, we are now finding we can only survive with listener support. Censorship, advertisers being attacked, truth itself being attacked. It's the only way through this. We at Republic Broadcasting humbly ask you to become a supporter. Look at your budget and make a determination of what Republic Broadcasting is worth to you and what you can afford on a monthly basis. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and pledge 20, 30, 40, 50, if possible, 100 a month or more if it's affordable. Click the Donate button and become a regular monthly donor. Assure both us and yourself that Republic Broadcasting Truth will continue to flow like that morning coffee. The network thanks you. Homeowners, if your lender has gone out of business or sold your transaction to another lender or servicer, you may be the victim of a wrongful foreclosure resulting in the loss of your home. If you've already lost your home, are in foreclosure, or even in good standing, you can challenge the mortgage transaction's illegal issue and your property can be restored to you, and your foreclosure can be stopped or reversed and the mortgage transaction declared unenforceable. State laws, U.S. title codes, the Uniform Commercial Codes, and U.S. Supreme Court rulings have upheld that defective mortgage documentations can reverse or stop foreclosures and enforce property title claims in favor of the homeowner. We are having successes in stopping the process of foreclosure, the enforcement of the foreclosure judgments, the sale of property, and evictions after the sale. We are not attorneys, and we don't give legal advice. We are a professional team of legal researchers, providing forensic mortgage audits and expert witnesses. We have the knowledge to produce the evidence and enforce laws regarding your legal issues. We've been in business for 12 years without a complaint. Consultations are free, and we provide a free title search to confirm if your mortgage has legal defects. Please call 855-253-3748. 855-2-KEEP-IT-TODAY. The fact that they were declaring a state of emergency when apparently there were no deaths, there were only five confirmed cases, reminds me of when I got involved in this again back in 2009, and I was really watching very closely what was happening in Ohio at the time. I started my first website called For For Ohioans, and it was all about the swine flu pandemic. I had actually heard 
Sherry Tenpenny on Alex Jones, and I think that was maybe in April 2009. And that was really the first time I, I paid much attention to the whole vaccine issue. And she was very forthcoming. She apparently had been in Mexico, and she was sharing a lot of truth with, with Alex Jones's listeners. Um, as that thing rolled out, I found it very closely again, as I said, started my website. I decided to pursue the statutes in Ohio to see if the legislature had ever passed any statutes mandating um, public vaccination during a pandemic. And that's what got me into this whole thing. There were very few deaths of, from H1N1. In fact, so few deaths that by August 2009, the public health department had been instructed by the federal government corporation that they were to define it now instead of just confirming cases of confirmed cases of H1N1, they were to report cases of influenza-like illnesses. And they, that came out in August, where they redefined what was to be reported. Now they were to report influenza-like illnesses. And, and they also discouraged doctors from doing any, or even hospitals, from doing any testing on patients who came in with influenza-like illnesses. They wanted all the testing to be done in government laboratories. So, I mean, I'm watching this thing, and I'm watching the the orders that are coming from the Ohio Public Health Department, and you could clearly see that there had been a cover-up. In October 2009, Governor Strickland, who was the governor at that point, he announced an emergency for the whole state of, of Ohio based on the swine flu outbreak. And at that time, I think he admitted in his press conference there were only like seven cases, seven cases of death from the flu. But when he gave that press conference, not everybody, in fact, hardly anybody who was listening to the press conference knew that by October they were only reporting influenza-like illnesses. So that wasn't even accurate. And yet he went ahead and announced a, an emergency. Thank goodness they never decided to go forward and force vaccinate the public. In fact, in Ohio, I think, I, and I followed that story for more than a year afterwards, I think they were only able to use up, they, they used huge amounts of their resources buying vaccines, and they only were able to use about 27% of the vaccination products that they purchased. The rest, gosh knows, I'm not sure that it didn't get relabeled and used somewhere else or for something else. But, I mean, it was a fiasco. And the, it was really pleased to hear that only 27% of their vaccine was, was were they able to deliver. The rest of it, just nobody would take it. Nobody took that whole thing seriously, which was really uh, encouraging to me at the time. So now we see... That in Rockland County, they're just as capable of lying as they were in the state of Ohio in 2009. Unfortunately, I think that this is going to go forward. 
they took a break since 2009. Then they came out with the Ebola scare, and that didn't go anywhere. And now it looks like they're they're ramping up to to do this house to house search um, for to see if they can find. I guess I don't know if they're <coughs> excuse me only going to knock on the doors of the unvaccinated. I mean, how are they going to know whether or not somebody in the house has the measles? I guess if they're home from school, it, God knows how they're going to do this. But it's insanity. Unfortunately, it is a sign of things to come. Another thing, Sherry, Dr. Sherry Tenpenny, who actually is an Ohioan, and she practices in the Cleveland area, another thing she revealed was this project, this government project. The federal corporation has a goal called Healthy People 2020. And their goal is to get 95% of the population, all age groups, including all adults, and seniors, what they consider to be fully vaccinated by the year 2020. I doubt that's going to happen because we are rolling into spring of 2019, and um, it's a lot to do to get that done. Okay, stay tuned. We'll be back. You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. there is an ongoing war right here in America? Are you aware that U.S. citizens have been classified as enemies of the state since 1933? Have you recognized that our entire government is really a vast network of interlocking corporations engaged in commerce? Look up Title 28, Section 3002. Tune in to In Defense of Humanity on Saturday nights at 7 p.m. Central Time. Find out what's really going on and learn how to protect yourself and your family as flesh and blood men and women living in a corporate reality. Homeowners, are you in foreclosure, expecting to be served with a foreclosure lawsuit, or suspect your lender has coerced you into an illegal mortgage transaction? A huge number of mortgages made in the last 10 years have legal issues and are possibly defective. State laws and the U.S. Supreme Court have upheld that defective mortgage documents are grounds for foreclosure defense and for counterclaims in favor of the homeowner. If your mortgage has been sold or assigned since closing the loan, it may be defective and you may be paying the wrong party and the lender may not have standing or the right to foreclose or collect payments under the law. If you would like to know if your mortgage is legal or not, or know if you are
are paying the right party, we can help. Our initial consultations are free of charge. We are not attorneys. We are legal researchers and work closely with experienced lawyers who know how to help you find the evidence to help you keep your home. Call toll-free 1-855-2-KEEP-IT. That's 1-855-2-KEEP-IT today. Many people write us about their experience with Extendivite. Allow me to read you some from Amazon.com. It really does work like the review says it does. I cannot believe that after the first few days, I didn't feel as sluggish or clogged up. It has had a profound impact on my physical, emotional well-being. I'm skeptical as most people about products and their claims, and I never write reviews. But this is a wonderful product, and I recommend it to everyone. Great product. It has brought my blood pressure from the mid-150s over the 80s to the mid-130s over mid-80s. Along with diet and exercise in just the past couple of months. Excellent. Thank you, David. Tell us your story. Get Extendivite today. Call 1-877-928-8822 or visit heartdrop.com. Extend your life with Extendivite. Hey, we're back uh, tonight. This is Sal Whitney sitting in for John Statmiller, and we're talking about the the government vaccination program and their efforts to get everyone quote fully vaccinated. And it is it's ramping up, and it, it's in a very scary way. So we all need to pay attention. First of all, we have to educate educate ourselves as to what kind of risks vaccines really represent. Lots of good information on the Internet. I've tried to incorporate it, a lot of it into my website, parentsagainstmandatoryvaccines.net. And if you go there, you can scroll down just a little bit and see um, an image that states the biggest lie Big Pharma ever sold. Vaccines are the biggest lie Big Pharma ever sold. Click on that, and there's a lot of information about why you want to avoid vaccines, really, at all costs. They, they are getting more and more dangerous, and their efforts to get more and more of us vaccinated are most definitely ramping up. I thought that story was interesting that I read earlier from Health Impact News about the Rockland area, Rockland County, in that... Apparently, the outbreak was in the homes where there were people from Israel visiting. You kind of have to wonder, the people from Israel were bringing in measles. I kind of wonder what the uh, mandatory laws for vaccinations are in Israel. I mean, why would that be the case? I found that very interesting. But also interesting was the scary part that they're going to be going door to door or they're proposing to go door to door. Apparently, the um, at the press conference, they revealed that people are saying no. They're not letting them in. They're not cooperating. Hooray, hooray. But you have to know how not to cooperate. If you want to have a peaceful encounter, okay, 
this thing can get it can escalate pretty quickly depending on what information they've given the police um the police are very they're like sponges they're told these people are dangerous go in and get them out at all cost and by gosh that's what they're going to do the police are now trained not to not to question any orders they're given all rarely will you see the cops questioning an order that is given they absolutely give credibility and credence to all of the instructions they're given and if they're told these parents are dangerous these children are dangerous danger to the community the police in my opinion are capable of being quite aggressive so we several years ago in fact i think we did this during the h1n1 false flag pandemic in 2009 put together a public service servants questionnaire if people are prepared before someone comes knocking on your door and i don't care what agency they're from what part of the government they're from it doesn't matter this questionnaire will work because the entire government as i've said many times is a vast network of interlocking corporations okay they are not sovereign governments they're nothing but interlocking corporations they're all listed on dun and brad street they have credit ratings they borrow money um they sign contracts with the federal government and with corporations for grants this is all it's all a corporate network government slash businesses doing business so anyway when we were facing the potential of we what we were all afraid of was going to be mandatory vaccines a bunch of us got together and put together a questionnaire and i'm going to review that with the listeners because that's another tool that you can have to protect yourself and you can share this this isn't going to get you arrested this is going to give them pause hopefully so go to parentsagainstmandatoryvaccines.net scroll down and there's a column on the right that has different items recent posts uh, top posts and pages there is an item called aids aids and in that category there's only one thing and it's the government employee questionnaire click on that and print it out in fact you could print several copies out and have them by your front door this is a completely peaceful challenge to the corporate government authority and i'm going to read it now and i'm hoping the listeners understand this is a way of getting them out from under their veil they are giving the impression to the public that they are credible government entities working for us for our best interests when that is simply not true they are corporations and they are working for their own paycheck they are working to maintain their own job their own agency their own department whatever that is their function to ensure their own paycheck okay so this is what the, it's only a two page questionnaire it's pretty easy um to understand and i'm going to go through it now this if you have this available when they knock on your door this is what you hand them very politely and you say uh it's not that i don't want to cooperate it's just that i want to make sure 
that I'm cooperating with the people who have the authority to do what you're doing. That's all. I just want to know who you are and who you are representing. So if you give me this information, then we'll be, we'll be fine. So you hand it to them, and they have to fill it out and ask them to fill it out. If they say no, say, well, I can't let you in without this information. Check with your boss and come back. Again, don't be um, obstinate. Don't be belligerent. But this is what it says. Public Law 93579 states in part, the purpose of this act to, to provide certain safeguards for an individual against invasion of personal privacy by requiring government agencies to permit an individual to determine what records and documents pertaining to him or her are collected, maintained, used, or disseminated by such agencies, unquote. The following questions are based upon that act. Government prohibitions regarding identity theft and recognition of the corporate statutes that defined your employment. Please fill out the form completely. And here is the questions. Number one, my identification per your records. You want to know what they, who they have you listed at, right? And the first question is, one, my name as it appears in your files. Number two, my address as it appears in your files. And there's a line for the address, the city, and the state. Number three, my legal status as listed in your files. Now, some of you are familiar with the fact that there have been break-ins by the police to the wrong addresses. So this is really important. To the wrong people, they've broken in and raided houses only to find out they were at the wrong address. Okay, the next section of the questionnaire is the government corporation employee information. You're asking for the employee's full legal name, residence address, city, state, and zip, Badge or employee ID number, employee job title, number seven. Number eight, the employee phone number. Number nine, the name of the corporation that employs you. Please use the legal all caps name as listed on Dun and Bradstreet. Number ten, the name of the department bureau agency of that corporation that employs you. Number eleven, the name of your supervisor. Number 12, your supervisor's mailing address, including the city, state, and zip. Number 13, your supervisor's phone number. Number 14, the name of the department head. Number 15, the department head's mailing address, if different from the supervisor's, including the city, state, and zip. Number 16, the department head's phone number. The next section is the statutory identification. Number 17, the name and number of the corporate statute, rule, or regulation that generated this encounter. In other words, they can't just say, I'm here from the government and I've got orders to do this. They are obligated under statutory law. They're all functioning under statutory law. Therefore, there must be a statute that gives them the authority to do what they're doing. And you are asking for that, as you have every right to do. Number 18, are you aware of a document 
with my original signature that obligates me to adhere to this corporate statute of your employer? That's a real important question. Because remember, you don't work for the county. The county has rules that the county has to abide to. For them to inflict their rules on you, you have to agree, or at least you have to be willing to consent to it without raising any questions. And foolish, that would be. That would be foolish. So you want to know if you've signed anything that obligates you to adhere to the statutes of the county corporation. Now, they're not going to know how to answer that. So my feeling is when they get this, they're going to have to go away and get more information. Then you ask number 19, what is the name of the document that you have with my original signature on it? And number 20, under penalty of perjury, please attest by signing below that you have personally seen this document and can affirm its authenticity. Hand this to them with a smile on your face and stand back. They're not going to know what to do with it. Probably they're not going to come back to your house. They're going to take it right back, and it's going to go up the chain of commands throughout the lawyers who work for the county or the lawyers who advise the county. This is a way of absolutely breaking the corporate veil. There really is no other way. And all the people who say, just say no, just say no, just say no, they really don't have a way to challenge the authority. And challenging their authority by saying, the Bill of Rights protects me, has not worked, folks. Come on, that has not worked for a very long time. And of course, if you listen to my show, it's because we're not under the Constitution now, We're under the permanent state of national emergency, and under the state of national emergency, the executive branch and all those agencies uh, have the supreme authority in our country. Unfortunately, people don't know that, that it's all a corporate facade, that they aren't really a legitimate government. They're just a bunch of corporations calling themselves government. So... This would come in handy if anybody decides to go door to door. But I think this thing is going to rev up. Um, I don't know that they're going to go door to door. That's expensive. That takes a lot of employees. I have a feeling to get us all fully vaccinated, they're going to do something else. And that's what Sherry Tenpenny mentioned when she did her best to expose the Healthy People 2020 When you go and and you visit the website, uh, I believe it's Health and Human Services, you'll find Healthy People 2020. You can find out how many agencies of the federal corporation are partnering in this effort. And included in that list is the Department of Transportation. Now, that gets us down to what is scariest from my point of view, and it's going to be difficult to fight is the fact that Congress has been talking of late, and many people have reported this, of passing laws or statutes um, requiring that to get your driver's license, 
or your passport, that to get these documents, these ID documents that you must have to engage in commerce yourself, you're going to have to be fully vaccinated. This is truly um, becoming more and more draconian since since 2009. I think it's like three or four times more draconian than it was, of course, when California passed SB 277, eliminating all exemptions but medical. I think we got it got everyone's attention that we are going in the wrong direction. But it appears we're going in the wrong direction very rapidly, and most of the public is not ready. They're not armed. They're not prepared. <clears throat> most of them aren't educated. Those who are educated are still thinking that the lawyers are going to save them, that some lawyer is going to come along and and take a case to the Supreme Court, and the Supreme Court's going to decide, oh, they can't make you take shots, and and the whole thing's going to stop. Well, people, that isn't going to happen. The last time the Supreme Court heard the issue regarding mandatory vaccines was in 1944. They have not heard one challenge since then. And many people have tried. So that's a lot of years. A lot of years. And we have that confirmed. That is confirmed by last year, the people in Cal- or maybe it was the year before, the people in California, a bunch of them got together and hired some law firm, some lawyers to challenge the implementation of SB 277. And they put together this lawsuit And they wanted to file an injunction to stop the implementation of the mandatory vaccine law that had been passed. And the judge responded back, and that response I put on my website, people can read it. That judge said point blank, there have been three Supreme Court decisions supporting mandatory vaccines, and um, therefore we're not listening to any constitutional challenges. Period. It's been supported by three different cases. Now, again, 1944 decision was Prince versus Massachusetts. Think back, people. How many vaccines were there in 1944? Okay. What has happened since 1944? Well, the National Vaccine Injury Act happened. In 1986, they took away all Uh, I guess we're going to break. We'll be back shortly. Corporate media dominates the American opinion. Finding independent voices that counter this avalanche is becoming increasingly difficult. With the endless corruption running rampant throughout our government, independent voices are needed more than ever to battle the offensive against our freedoms and liberties. As a listener of RBN, no one understands this concept better than you. Now it's up to you to do your part. The time has come for you to take action and begin broadcasting the truth to hundreds or thousands of people every month. Sound impossible? 
quite the contrary. With pointed slogans from LibertyStickers.com, you can reach countless sleeping Americans unaware that they live in a real-life wonderland. LibertyStickers.com has a huge inventory of political bumper stickers and messages that reflect the truth about our government, our politicians, and the future of America. With so many in stock, there's one perfect for you. Visit us today at LibertyStickers.com. Again, that's LibertyStickers.com. Do your part. Your voice is important. Let it be heard. Without the right accessories, any guy can be off the mark. Whether you've invested thousands in your arsenal or you own a single trusted firearm, a visit to AROutfitting.com is in order. It's one of the finest online selections of tactical optics and AR parts and add-ons, like EOTech. Quick target acquisition with no peripheral loss. Browse the full range of Nikon scopes and binoculars. AirOutfitting.com can illuminate your world with streamlight gun-mounted lights from keychain to large handhelds up to 1,100 lumens. Find some stability with Battenfield tactical bipods. AirOutfitting.com has CMMG gun parts, barrels, assemblies, handguards, part kits, and more. Plus magful clips and magazines. I know I've got you excited, so take a breath. Head to AROutfitting.com. The site's super easy to navigate and features a ton of technical info, including links to manuals. We also welcome vendor and manufacturer inquiries. Remember, if you don't see it, we can get it at AROutfitting.com. Many people tell us about their experience with Extendivite. Just listen to what Glenn has to say. Prior to taking it, I had diabetic neuropathy. The Extendivite reduced that significantly. Acid reflux was reduced. I had athlete's foot, very severe. Trim that down to about 75% dandruff, almost completely gone. I had a simple occipital neuralgia at the base of my skull. I was having migraines reduced by about 90%. Heart palpitations, my heart would kind of stall out. I would skip a beat, very uncomfortable. And when walking from downstairs going to sleep, by the time I got to the bedroom, which is just one flight of stairs, my heart was pounding, coming out of my chest. My vision was blurry. This completely solved that problem. Great product. Thanks. Tell us your story. Get Extendivite today. Call 1-877-928-8822 or visit heartdrop.com. Extend your life with Extendivite. Welcome back. Tonight we're talking about the vaccine, the momentum. Really, what you're seeing is the momentum of Healthy People 2020. And uh, I doubt it's going to stop. Now, one, as I was mentioning before we went on break, one of the concerns a lot of us have, and I think it's a very legitimate concern, that they're going to connect vaccine requirements to driver's license, that you won't be able to get a driver's license without proof of vaccine compliance. Haven't got that nailed down for sure. I know they're talking about it in Congress, but I wanted to share what came in the mail to me in Ohio that, you know, people, you need to be aware that this is going on. I have talked about the Real ID Act on my show in Defense of Humanity Saturday nights, 
uh, multiple times because I, it became very apparent to me when I got my driver's license that something had changed. And sure enough, a bunch of us investigated what had changed in Ohio and most of the states have passed legislation taken the money, it's always about the money, to implement the Real ID Act, which, of course, was completely justified, and I say that in quotes, justified, by the terrorist attack on 9-11, right? We have to identify everyone because there could be a terrorist lurking under every rock. So they moved pretty quickly after 9-11, to implement the Real ID Act, and it has swept the country. Now, in Ohio, I got this little thing in the mail when I had to renew the license plates for my camper, and this is what it says. Make sure you bring the proof you need. October 1st, 2020, renew early Ohio driver's licenses and identification cards issued prior to July 2nd, 2018, will not be accepted by the Transportation Safety Administration, TSA, after October 1st, 2020. Consider renewing early if you want to have a driver's license or ID card that is federally compliant. So it's got two boxes on this little this little piece of paper that was in the envelope with my renewal. One says compliant and one says standard. Compliant, and it lists the identity identity documents required. To be compliant, you have to have the full legal name, the date of birth, social security number, two proofs of Ohio residency, and proof of legal presence. Okay? To get your identity or ID, now that would be your state ID or your driver's license. For people who don't drive a car, they get a state ID. Now, if you have a military ID, that qualifies as a federally accepted ID, as does a passport. Okay, we'll be back and we'll finish up on the ID and take off. When your doctor tells you you have bad cholesterol or blockages in the arteries, what do you do? When diet and exercise is not enough, we try medications and hope for the best. For the last two decades, I have been telling people about a natural method to help solve these problems and more. Extendivite can help maintain cardiovascular health and lower blood lipid levels in adults. The seven herbs in Extendivite are known to work together synergistically to get the results we hope for. 
There are many testimonials on Extendivite's effect on circulatory-related ailments. Get Extendivite today to start your journey back to a healthier life. To order, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit heartdrop.com or see us on amazon.com. Extend your life with Extendivite. You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network. Because you can handle the truth. Truth, truth, truth.